John the Baptist was a very remarkable man and he provides a link really between the Old Testament and the New Testament. He had many admirable qualities, but two in particular stand out, for me anyway. First of all, his authority. His voice rang through the hills and the valleys, turning people back to God and preparing the way for Christ. They flocked to hear him. Even Herod was moved by his preaching. But coupled with this authority, was humility. If you look in the scriptures, it's interesting how he answers the priests when they ask him who he is. His answers get shorter and shorter as he turns their thoughts away from himself and towards Christ. I am not the Christ. I am not. No. John was perfectly content to be the best man, the runner-up, the second string, the silver medalist, and allowed Jesus to have all the glory and credit. He was the voice, but Jesus was the word, which gave it meaning. He was the lamp, but Jesus was the light, which shone through it. Authority and humility don't often go together. Most people have one or the other. John the Baptist had both. And as we read about him in the scriptures, particularly in this Advent time, the readings show us the light that we might believe in the one who comes at Christmas. I love that um, wording in one of the Advent colics, which says, Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. And in this Advent season, as we prepare for Christmas, how vital it is that we seize our opportunities, as it were, to point to Christ and the real meaning of Christmas and not get swamped by the commercialism and the pressures which can so often wear us down. And we need something to rekindle that enthusiasm that perhaps is missing. A year ago, I passed on a little acrostic at this time and I'm going to repeat it now very briefly, only because at that particular time, a number of people found it very helpful. One lady in particular said she was going through a particularly stressful time with the shopping, with um, all the demands of Christmas, that she was frightened that the real meaning was being squeezed out. And she said, that little acrostic you gave on the word stress helped me a great deal. And it's very kind of her to say that. So let's think very briefly about the word stress. Letter S. Sing and bring music into this season. What opportunities we have, particularly in the city, to go and hear carol concerts, 
music of all kinds, and to join in the carols, and to sing along, very often with huge crowds. It can lift our heart and rekindle something of the magic and wonder of Christmas. An example was here in this church last night. It was thrilling to see the place absolutely full and people singing those great carols that many of us have known from childhood. Or perhaps we take the chance to hear children singing. Not only does it gladness, but can often bring a little tear to the eye as it brings back memories of years ago. But it's a great therapy, song and music. Letter T in the word stress, think positively about this season. You know, the message is absolutely incredible. We should be on the tiptoe of expectation as we listen eagerly to what the Christmas story is all about. And take on board those words of St. Paul when he once wrote, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Sing, think positively, and particularly in this season, rest. Carve out some time for rest and renewal. Maybe there's a city church that's open in the week and uh, there's a crib rather like ours. Just five or ten minutes sitting quietly before it, looking at that remarkable nativity scene and reflecting on what it's all about can be really refreshing in the midst of all the turmoil. I've just finished reading the biography of John Stott, the rector of All Souls Langham Place. And it said, physically speaking, particularly in his later years, he found it very helpful in busy periods to have a daily HHH. And I thought, what in the world is that? And when I got to the end of the paragraph, it said a daily horizontal half hour, just to be able to rest physically. Sing, think positively, rest, e-exercise. You know, Paul once said, bodily exercise profits a little, and we need that in this season. But also, he once said, exercise yourself towards godliness. And what an opportunity it is in this Advent season to perhaps look a little deeper into the true meaning of Christmas and indeed the second advent, and to see how it can um, enlarge our faith and trust in what the message is all about. Moving on quickly to the next letter S, in this season we can seek to do good. The opportunities are endless, maybe giving to charity, helping someone in need, making somebody a surprise gift. All of these things can make us feel better, as well as bring hope and joy into the lives of other people. Sing, think positively, rest, 
exercise, seek to do good. And I'm sure if we do all those, we will survive. And my hope is that each one of us in our own particular sphere of influence may show what it means to really appreciate the true meaning of Christmas, point others to it, as John did in our reading today. And my sincere wish is that each one of us may have a stress-free Christmas and a Merry Christmas. Amen. <laughs>